screen time, eye strain, blue blocking glasses, and what is the 20-20-20 rule? That's all coming up on this episode of the Growing Up With Tech podcast. Stay tuned for an interview with Dr. David Black. So on this episode, we are going to talk with an optometrist and actually my kid's optometrist. And we're going to talk about um, all the screen time and how that can affect kids' eyes, both vision, eye strain, um, and what we can what we can potentially do about it. So I'd like to introduce today's guest, Dr. David Black, who's an optometrist at Eyes on Shepherd. And as I mentioned, um, he's been seeing my uh, my kids for a few years, ever since they were probably about maybe, I don't know, two, three, four years old, um, and does re- regular eye exams on them. So I'm going to turn things over to Dave, Dr. David Black to introduce himself, tell him us about his, uh, his history, and we'll go from there. Hey, David. Hi. Hey, Lowell. Thanks for uh, having me today. Um, so as you mentioned, my name's David Black, I'm an optometrist. I work in uh, primary eye care at a clinic called Eyes on Shepherd in uh, North York. Uh, I also work part-time at a a surgical institute called the Bachner Institute where they do a lot of laser vision correction and and cataract surgery as well. Uh, And I've been practicing over 15 years. uh, And I see uh, patients of all age ranges from young kids to, to older seniors. Uh, but we do see lots of at, at eyes on shepherd. I in particular, I see lots of families and kids as well. What I wanted to jump in with is, um, here in, in Toronto, we're back in, in stage three or our third lockdown with, uh, COVID-19. And right now things are, are kind of at a, at a peak once again. And, all of our kids have gone back to online learning. So we've gone from, you know, in-person learning to online learning, back to in-person, back to online learning again. And um, due to that and and due to, you know, the last year or plus of, of kids being at home a lot and, and in lockdown, I'm sure the amount of screen time that kids have been exposed to has increased. Um, you know, over the years, it's obviously probably been increasing, but more so now kids having to spend their days at home all day um, in looking at screens, I figured it was a great opportunity to get you on so we could talk about how um, screen time can affect kids and what you see or have seen um, at your clinic and and what you would recommend to parents who are maybe concerned about the amount of screen time. So definitely there's, uh, I mean, even before uh, the pandemic, you know, with the uh, advances in technology and iPads and phones, you know, uh, kids and, and everyone's spending more time on devices. And, and that's only increasing, like even more so during the pandemic with online learning and, and people working from home. Um, and so doing so screens is is a bit of a, a, a tricky topic because things aren't always so clear cut. I mean, we do know that people are definitely are experiencing more uh, eye strain with computer use and screen times and, and that can impact kids as well. And part of it is, um, part of it's related somewhat to the, the blue light that's emitted from screens. And part of it's just the fact that we're having to focus and, and something relatively within close distance to our eyes for long periods of time. 
parents are obviously concerned. Does the amount of screen time or the exposure affect kids' vision? Is it something they should be, um, you know, kind of monitoring or more concerned with in terms of changes of vision, or if that, you know, could potentially increase the need for glasses? Um, and we can also jump into, you know, I've I've seen and and heard from parents who are, you know, buying blue blocking glasses for screen protection. Do those even work? I mean, is it is it something that you would recommend? Um, and if buying them, I know like with sunglasses, you have to be careful because people just think any sunglass might be protective and it's not always. So um, I guess we can we can yeah just jump in and open that okay. can of worms so and, let's, and go let's with it. start from the I guess from the 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 blue light that's emitted from screens. So blue light in our environments uh, we know is potentially harmful, specifically the blue light that's lower wavelength, that's sort of closer to the ultraviolet. Um, higher wavelength blue light or longer wavelength blue light is, is less damaging, but so that's where things can also get a bit tricky. So blue light from, I mean, probably the sun is actually the most harmful and that's where being outdoors wearing sunglasses with UV protection, which, which will often cover the low the lower wavelength of blue light as well is very, very useful and we want to protect the eyes there. You know, light in our environment from LEDs and from screens um, is, is less in, intense and therefore potentially less harmful. From screens, it, the intensity, um, it's not really concerning in, in the short term, but it's more the sort of uh, cumulative effects over years of staring at screens uh, that, you know, that low level of intensity, but over longer periods of time is concerning on how's that gonna impact our vision when, you know, people get into their 50s, 60s and beyond. So there may cause a sort of a cumulative damage over time, particularly to a part of the, uh, the eye and at the back of the eye called the macula. And it may predispose people for greater risk of macular degeneration when, when they're older. So from that aspect, we know blue light is, is, can be harmful. From screens, again, short term, we're not, there's no real major concerns there, but it's more of the cumulative effects over long term. So having a pair of uh, blue blocking glasses is potentially helpful for sort of long term protection. And in terms of choosing glasses there there's a lot of options online and again like you say it's hard to tell what's uh you know what's good quality what's not so good quality so the best recommendation i can give to you is to see your your eye care professional and see what they carry and what they recommend or if there's anything either that they have in their office or that they can recommend that they know uh is of good quality from that standpoint Okay. Uh, thing we can talk about is the fact that other than the blue light, just the fact that kids are staring at screens from that and, and impact on their, their vision and maybe making their vision worse or needing glasses is that, I mean, the, the short answer is we, we don't really know. We do know that there is a correlation between doing lots of near work. So focusing at something within a short distance from you for longer periods of time and more time spent indoors, there's a correlation there. Uh, again, not specifically with screens, but just doing near points of focus for long periods of time can uh, be correlated to uh, myopia or nearsightedness or basically needing glasses to help you see better far away. Okay. So from that standpoint, we want to try and have kids um, 
whenever possible to, to, to take breaks from focusing up close and to spend more time outdoors, to be in wide open spaces where their eyes have a chance to focus at things farther away. Um, again, we can't say like, again, specifically looking at things up close or, or screens or, or even doing lots of reading is gonna cause nearsightedness, but there is a correlation there between more time spent indoors, more time focusing on near objects and, and incidents of, of nearsightedness. So sometimes we use something called the 20-20-20 rule is when people are doing things uh, up close for a period of time, try to every 20 minutes, focus on something at least 20 feet away for at least 20 seconds. So that's that's one little tip we give and, and to spend more time outdoors when, when the opportunity arises. You know, not just kids, um, you know, at a young age, but kids as they're getting older and, and even adults, where we're getting more uh, accustomed or, or in some cases addicted to, let's say, social media, and you're sitting on your phone all day. And it, it's amazing. I mean, it's happened to me. I'll, uh, I mean, I'll go in to, to look at something and I get lost for half an hour, right? So um, that I know plays a part in, in an eye strain, sometimes, you know, getting headaches, that kind of thing. So that was one of the things I was going to ask you was in terms of, you know, how do we avoid that? How do we stop that? And what kind of um, techniques could be used to, to kind of limit it or, or as much as possible? Yeah, I think when possible, having our devices a little further away. Um, so they're not as close to our face. It puts less strain on, on the eyes that way. The eyes don't have to work as hard when things are a little bit further away. Um, I mean, the blue blocking glasses for screens not only can be protective, but often we found that they do sort of relax and ease uh, the eyes as well and can limit or reduce eye strain. So that I know they say they, they can work with without the glasses, but they, their eyes just feel more comfortable and they can go longer without eye strain or, or headaches if they're using the blue blocking glasses. So that's another advantage to them there. Again, when I was talking about the sort of nearsightedness uh, developing, that's more for, for kids and teens where their eyes are sort of growing and changing. Uh, but for people that are a bit older, that's, that's really, that's not so much of an issue. Uh, but, you know, spending a long time on screen definitely can put a bit of stress and, and make the eyes feel tired. Another thing is we tend to blink less when we're looking at screens, which can lead to dry eyes. Right. Uh, so uh, we tend to stare and, and not blink nearly as much. So using uh, or either consciously blinking or doing like we sometimes say using blinking exercises where you're like literally doing some hard blinks to get the eyes to help produce tears. Um, or using some artificial teardrops as well uh, to supplement when you're spending long time staring at screen can reduce some of that strain and dryness and irritation of the eyes. Do you have recommendations from, you know, the, the point of view as, as an optometrist? Obviously, parents are concerned about sleep, sleep habits, that kind of thing. Um, there's a lot of media publicity about more more so in in phones with the the blue kind of light adaptive stuff but also um the relationship to screen time before bed what do you see or what would you recommend that parents kind of consider is that all myth or is it true that uh screen and bright screens before bed um, before you, you're trying to go to bed can affect your ability to fall asleep, your sleep habits, that kind of thing. What's your opinion with that? So yeah, blue light 
also it does suppress uh, melatonin. So that's where the concern lies or rises because before bed, we should have increased levels of melatonin to help us relax and to help us to fall asleep. So by having too much blue light exposure before bedtime can suppress the melatonin, make it harder to fall asleep and impact your sleep uh, quality and sleep patterns. So yeah, it's recommended uh, to try and avoid screens for at least half hour before bedtime. You know, if you do have sort of settings on your devices where you can lower the blue light, or if you do have blue blocking glasses, then, then that would be another option as well to help, uh, to help reduce that exposure, particularly before bedtime. And then one last question I had for you. I mean, obviously there's probably a lot of parents listening to this who may have kids at different ages. And from your perspective as an optometrist, what's the right time for kids to have an eye exam? Is there, is there um, you know, should they wait till they're a certain age? Does it matter? What do you recommend and what um, is beneficial for possible prevention of stuff in the future? I mean, the best form of preventative uh, or like eye care and protection for your, your kids' eyes is for them to have regular eye checkups. So typically by the age of three, kids should have had their first eye exam. And generally every one to two years, ideally every year getting their eyes checked because the vision can change quite quickly in kids. And we want to be on top of things, particularly from an academic standpoint. We don't want there to be any Thing that can be limiting or affecting their ability to uh, succeed at, at school and, and with their learning. And if there's any type of uh, impediment, we, we want to be on top of that so that they can be, be successful with their school learning. So uh, regular eye checkups, uh, yeah, at least by the age of three. Are there any other tips or pointers or um, pieces of info you'd like to share before we wrap things up here? Um, the only other thing I would add is sometimes kids can have more complex uh, issues with their vision system that affect that that won't necessarily be picked up during a, a standard eye exam where they may have, you know, they, they may be tested for glasses and found that they don't need glasses by sort of standard measurements, but sometimes it's a little bit more, more complicated and you have to dig a little bit deeper. So a good optometrist will be able to sort of, if they don't know how to do those specific tests, they may be able to uh, get an inkling, especially through, through the history. If the kids do or complain of, of eye strain or fatigue or things uh, getting blurry at times, or if there are signs of academic delays, then there are optometrists who specialize in something we call binocular vision, which is a really close look at how the eyes are um, working together as a team and maintaining proper alignment and focus over um, an extended period of time. And, you know, during a, an eye exam, sort of the, the child may do fine during over a short period of time, you know, you're testing their vision and say, okay, they can read that now, but are they necessarily going to be able to read that after they've been doing it for a while? So that's where really uh, the optometrist asking questions and also the parents and, and the children sort of offering up information of, of concerns to the doctor can let them know. And in which case, like at our practice, we have a, a doctor who specializes in those type of disorders and they do a, like a, this, and this is outside of the normal eye exam, they can do an hour-long comprehensive exam that looks specifically 
at um, how the eyes are working together as a team and how they're maintaining focus over longer periods of time. And, and sometimes they'll benefit either from very specific types of glasses or, or a, a, actually a vision training program where they need to strengthen uh, the eye muscles and, and the focusing ability of the eyes. So giving, like again, seeing your eye doctor regularly and also inquiring about certain, some of those issues, if you see them with your child or your child has been complaining of those, uh, may help point them in the direction to have a more detailed type of assessment. Awesome. That's great. So thank you again um, for for joining me on this episode. I think it was really helpful and informative. Um, if people want to reach out to you, if they want to ask questions or just find out if they can make an appointment with you, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, probably the best way to reach me is by my email is uh, doctor, so D-R, D as in David, black, 2020 as in good vision at yahoo.ca. So that's uh, drdblack2020 at yahoo.ca. Awesome. That's great. Thank you again for joining me. And uh, maybe down the road in, in the future, if we uh, think of another great topic idea, we'll bring you back on. And I would just wanted to thank you for your time today. And uh, thank you for being part of the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. So that wraps up another episode of the Growing Up With Tech podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you get all upcoming episodes of the podcast. And if you liked what you heard today, I would greatly appreciate it if you could give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. That would greatly help this show. And stay tuned for the next episode coming up soon. <laughs>